Welcome to Miami Creators. I am your host, Corrado, and I am a photographer here in beautiful, sunny Miami, Florida. And each week, I bring you the inspiring stories behind Miami's most influential businesses, individuals, entrepreneurs, and more. On today's episode, we speak with the mastermind couple behind Lifestyle Miami, an Instagram page with over 700,000 followers dedicated to everything Miami. From sharing funny, crazy things caught on video around Miami, to news, events, and much more, today you'll hear Miguel and Daniela share some truly unbelievable stories of the things they are exposed to as the admins of the page, and also share how they are utilizing their platform to make Miami a better place. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy this crazy, fun, and wide-ranging conversation with Miguel and Daniela from Lifestyle Miami. Miguel, Daniela, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank Woo! you for having us. We're so excited to be on. <laughs> love it. Love it. Almost every single person in Miami knows what Lifestyle Miami is. Yes, sir. Um, but just in case anybody who has been living under a rock or doesn't have Instagram, why don't you guys give a little bit of a spiel about what the page is about, everything. Absolutely. So we started this page about five years ago. It started off, uh, to be quite honest with you, we thought we wanted to do like concierge service, uh, more of a uh, nightlife and, and renting, you know, cars and, and boats or whatnot. But um, the page naturally developed um, into a community page. It's basically a Miami-based community page. You know, we, we, we try to give a little taste of everything Miami, whether it be sports, food, events or just giving back to the community or helping the community that's that's kind of what it became it it, it it grew on its own it grew organically and that's kind of where we are today we try to provide entertainment uh we try to show people different angles of the city and that's kind of what lifestyle miami is but most importantly we try to give back and uh educate people on miami and try to make miami better one of my favorite things to my favorite type of posts that you guys do are the crazy stuff that people do at gyms. <laughs> oh, I, I'm just always laughing out loud. Like, crazy. Yeah, it's, so these things, you're like, what is happening? Where, it what must, is going through that person's head? It must be the water, man. New year, new me. <laughs> yeah. you know? I, I, I don't know what's going on, man. We get those videos a lot and uh, they're, they're, they're very entertaining. It kind of gives us a break from reality, so to speak. And, and you kind of just sit back and laugh a little bit. But but yeah, those are those are definitely fun, and you never know what you're gonna see. You know? Yeah, and and I'm we'll get to all of these things like in terms of I want to get into like your DMs and all of that because I'm sure it's like a black box of craziness. <laughs> oh we'll my, get into that. You wouldn't <laughs> imagine. <laughs> but let's talk about how the the page was open. When was it open? What was you know what started it? Do you remember? Um. So. It was April, five years ago, um, in, in April. And um, it was kind of just, you know, to be honest with you, we actually, we opened a bunch of pages. We knew that kind of Instagram was going to be like a big thing. So we said, you know, how can we target different audiences? So we had a, a football page, a soccer page, a humor page, a health page. Dog page. A dog page, a Miami page. So that was our way of like kind of targeting different audiences. We really didn't have like a structured plan. But uh, we knew, okay, we need to be able to target different audiences. So so we kind of opened a page for everything we thought, you know, food, humor, 
dogs. Different types of niches. Yeah, different type of niches. And and that's kind of how it started. And then, you know, naturally Miami, you know, I was born and raised here. She's been here for quite a while now as well. And and naturally we love the city of Miami. So it was only it was only fitting to have a Miami page as well. And then uh, oh, also all the other ones in terms of like soccer and everything, it wasn't just Miami. It was just in general, in general, just yes. that topic. Okay, yeah. Cool. We wanted to target, we wanted to, we knew, okay, Instagram is going to be big. So we knew we had to target different audiences. So we opened different pages for different audiences and, uh, you know, each of them grew individually. Um, dog page exploded it's dogs are universal. So it doesn't matter what language you talk. Everybody. It was up to 600,000. Yeah. It was about 600,000. Um, and then, yeah, you know, different, different Wait, pages. Do you still have that? <laughs> or you you got rid of it or <laughs> well somebody hacked us yeah oh. it, it was actually hacked uh at, it, it was it was at the start of instagram instagram is very hard to get a hold of but it was a third party hack so it was an email that they had sent i i had a former partner and um you know we would post so many dogs and stuff once in a while people would report it so instagram would send you an email and um these hackers are good man and the email looked just like instagram except it was from a Gmail account. You know, in your day-to-day, -day, you're running so fast. You know, my partner, unfortunately, he didn't realize it was a Gmail account and he kind of just gave it away. He wow. literally, he literally yeah. put in the username and password. And, and they was, had warehouse filled with toys and everything. Yeah, yeah. We oh, had, I mean, it was a business. It was you know, a, we, had a, we had a business. We had, uh, okay, yeah. so you were selling like dog Yeah, dog stuff merchandise, I mean, worldwide. And it was doing- Yeah, well. that makes sense because you have like an audience that's very- Universal. You know, yes. Very targeted yep. towards that. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. So, and it was called Dogs and Pals. We started it from zero followers, zero hashtags. That hashtag- I think now it's up to like 4 million um, hashtags, dogs and pals. Wow. Um, so, so yeah, we were, we're, we're pretty good at, at, at the Instagram stuff, but yeah. Um, and then little by little, you know, it's hard enough to run one account. You know, I, I mean, you got an Instagram account. It's, it's hard enough to just run yeah. one. Look so, at it, look it up. Yeah. You know, respond to people, you know, get the right content and stuff. Yeah. So little by little, I just started getting rid of them, selling them off. And I stayed with my baby, Miami, which has been the hardest page, as a matter of fact, to grow. Um, you know, because not everybody cares about Miami, right. you know? um, but, um, it's, it's been the hardest one for sure by far. And, uh, but the most, uh, you know, it's my passion, Miami. Do you remember what the first post was? Oh, no. And I, the reason I asked is because the other day I had, um, Juan who's from Brickle Living and like, oh, yeah. he, he went into yeah, this yeah. story of like the first post and he remembers like, and I was yeah, like, well, okay, I wonder if like, if, if Miguel yeah. or Daniela no, remember. No, that. Juan's a cool guy, man. I like Juan. Um, I know Juan for a while too. We met through Instagram, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I, I know it was like, uh, beachy, uh, you know, scenery. I know it was a scenery post. But I mean, as a matter of fact, yesterday I was cleaning up the page and we were over 10,000 posts. So it's just wow. it's a blur. Yeah. It's a blur. It's so much to go through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the very beginning, when you're getting it started, was there a specific goal no, uh, well, with it? Like a vision for it right. from so, the very beginning? So because of the dog page, um, I, I realized when you feature people, um, they like it, you know, and they appreciate it. And I realized that I'm not an artist. I'm not a photographer or a videographer. I realized, okay, we need to create a platform so that people can showcase their work. It's incredible. Like how many talented, talented, talented individuals, creatives, photographers, chefs, everyone, everyone. Like. And, and, you know, they're, they're good at what they do. Yeah. So they don't really have time to, you know, worry about growing or, or whatnot. They're, they're focused on their craft. So I realized, okay, the more people I feature, they're going to go in their group chats and say, Oh, look, I'm featured on this page or whatnot. So it kind of took a life of its own, but I didn't know that beforehand. It just kind of happened. And then I realized, oh, okay. And um, it just kind of developed organically, so to speak. Right. Was there a particular time when you guys looked at each other 
and realized, well, we have something in our hands here. Like that moment when you realize, okay, this is working. We've got something special in our hands. I mean, it was funny because back in the day, his ex business partner was like, life somewhere Miami is never going to happen. And then I'm like, dude, like I was all for him. I'm like, I'm right behind you. We're going to do it. Every year is a different um, challenge. It's not the same thing. It was definitely, there was a moment where I was at a crossroads there and I was like, man, this is a lot of work and I'm not, I'm just not sure it's going to work out. But um, then Hurricane Irma, Irma okay. happened and then I knew we had something because it just, it was, it was crazy. I was getting reposted. Like people were tagging us in their videos, yeah, by, sending by us their celebrities videos. and then DJ Khaled, Adriana Lima, um, all types of sports athletes started following during Hurricane Irma. So I, I said, wow, people are really, are really watching. And yeah. And then I knew we had something, you know, and then, uh, you know, it's, it's incredible. It takes like one video to go viral. And, oh, yeah. and then it's a game changer, you know, and everything changes. And then, yeah, you know, uh, to be honest with you, we use the page as a magnet and, and you know, it's my full time job. Um, I use it as a magnet to get local clients, you know, whether it be like a Robert Rubenstein, yo que yo soy su abogado, I don't know if, yeah, if you yeah. remember him, or Robert Rubenstein or South Day Toyota or South Day Kia, you know, they go to our page and they say, hey, how can how can we show our stuff to some of your audience? So in reality, it's really a magnet to get local clients. And what we do is marketing and advertising for them. But, you know, at the same time, it's it's something fun. It's something that people can disconnect from for a little bit, go on, laugh a little bit. And even if they're not from Miami, they're like, oh, like, I wish I was in Miami or. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, well, that's a good question. Do you know, um, in terms of like how what the split is between people that are actually in Miami versus people who are from Miami, but maybe living somewhere else? And it, like it's their connection to Miami. Do yeah. you have any insights? Into yeah. That? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, our main audience is about 18 to 44. That's like the core of the audience. Uh, Miami is our main city. I would say about 500 and something thousand are from Miami. And then the the other, you know, 30, whatever percent are from are from around whether it be people traveling here or coming here or whatnot or they just like miami and and you know or but maybe I'll, they're from miami and they're currently they're, living yeah. going to school somewhere yeah. else and yeah. they're like oh we get that a lot we get yeah. that, oh man i wish i was back home you're making me jealous i'm freezing it's snowing here but yeah no um i would say about five hundred thousand of the of the seven hundred and ten thousand are are from miami or in miami wow and the others are from all over man i mean, yeah, I mean that's gotta be an incredible and it's crazy we get people from dubai israel iran like yeah, all over the world all over the world Wow. Switzerland, Germany that want to buy the hat. Like, yeah, yeah. We get, we get people from literally all over the world, all <laughs> over the world. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. And having, you know, 500 plus thousand just here in Miami, that I guess it makes your pitch to local businesses or with, mean, with that, that, that much easier. Yeah. It's like, yep, you yeah. want to reach 500,000. Right. <laughs> right, right. No. And uh, Instagram, honestly, Instagram has been a blessing because they provide these insights. So it's like, you know, it's, it's insights you can't really... You can't fake them, you know? Well, I guess you can Photoshop them, right? But um, no, we show but them. then you're a loser if you're yeah, fake. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So for the past few years running Lifestyle Miami, how has your, and, and I want to hear from both of you, how has your point of view or your view of Miami changed? And the reason I ask that is because in the short time span that I've been doing the podcast, I've found that just the, the, the the exercise of talking to some of these people and getting some of their suggestions and learning about it's completely changed my outlook in Miami where like, I feel like I'm now falling in love with it all over again. And so I'm curious to see how this experience has shaped your view of Miami. Has it changed somewhat, improved it, maybe damaged it based on DMs that you're getting? You're like, is this really happening in Miami? <laughs> Go ahead first. <laughs> um, well, 
That's a good question. Um, Miami is is extremely diverse. Um, by running the page, well, one thing I've learned, but I don't think it's just the Miami page, but one thing I've learned is you can never please everybody. That's for sure. But um, in all seriousness, uh, no, it's it's made me fall in love with Miami again. I've 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 it everything I thought about the city, I didn't really know. You know, even as coming down to like certain policies and and what's allowed and what's not allowed, um, or you know, our beaches or or so many different issues that I, you know, you think you know everything, but when you fully commit to something, you know, you just, it's everyday learning, you know? And, uh, it made me fall. It, it gives me hope, I guess, you know, throughout the last five years, I've learned that there's so much work to do. Uh, and that's one of the things I love about Miami, just like anywhere, you know, there's unlimited work. You can always improve things, whether it be the homeless situation or keeping our beaches clean or even keeping our streets clean or, you know, certain policies. You know, when we started, when we started cleaning parks, if we had over 300 people, the city would charge us over $2,700. So basically what they were saying is you can help clean, but you can't have too many people. They would consider it a special event which I understand for safety reasons or wow. whatnot. So, so you learn a lot along the way. And now, you know, we've been able to talk with the mayor, Mayor Francis Suarez, and, uh, you know, we're creating actual policy that is going to remove those fees and, and waive those fees. So now a lot more people are going to be able to do good and not be charged for it. So I guess it's, it's always a learning experience. Sometimes it could be overwhelming, but uh, overall it's made me fall in love with the city again and, and feel a lot of hope because there's a lot of good people, you know, the news, you know, we, we see the news and it's just like terrible news, drama and, and chaos or whatnot. But what we've learned is that there's a lot of people that want to help. They just don't know where to go or what to do. So it's a blessing to be able to have the platform and right. give people a little bit of direction, you know, and I, it just amazes me because people really want to get out there. People really want to do something. They just don't know where to go or they right. think, okay, I'm one person. What can I do by myself? I, I'm not going to go out there alone. So it's cool to have a sense of community. And that's why I call Lifestyle Miami a community page because we can actually interact with the city, you know? So, so it's, it's made me fall in love all over again. And, uh, it's cool because you give people hope. You know, we see a lot of lost dogs, for example, and we reunite these dogs because somebody I else saw that. Yeah, I saw so, some and, posts you know, like and, and the, the guy was literally shedding tears, and he was like, "Dude, are you serious? You found my dog?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we, we found your dog. I, I swear." We, it's awesome. crazy how the, that happens, how it works, and people just send it like these dog pictures all day to us. We repost it so that they're able to find their owners. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't work right. out, but sometimes it does. But it's cool to be able to to do that. And it's something that started on a free app, you know? Right. So that's that's pretty cool. So yeah. so yeah. How about you, Daniela? So how has your view of Miami changed since getting involved in all of this? So I moved in Miami in 2015 and um I've been working with Mego ever since. And it's just a different thing whenever you're working with him because it's like we're always going to do something to help improve like someone's life or whether it's the community, it could either impact one person or, and we just want to do great. And we want to educate people. How can they be better at the ocean? How can we treat our beaches better? You know? Nice. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, the, the team responsibilities. So is it just you two? Do you guys have other people working in, on the page? How are you guys dividing up? Like who does what for the page? I mean, I'm sure you guys are getting inundated with, you know, events, requests for sponsors, all of this stuff. So how do you, how do you, how's, Absolutely. how's the whole so, thing? So um, Daniela definitely, um, she, she talks, a lot of people try to reach out to us. So she's kind of like that bridge there. I'm a dude. Like, I just want to post and shit, you know? I'm um, in the DMs. I'm doing the stories. We both, like, we post at the same time. 
Yeah, so she'll she she'll handle like uh kind of like the business side, I guess. And then um and then uh you know, I just focus on posting Miami shit. Okay. So to speak. Yeah. How about events? How are you guys putting together events? Is it both of you working together or one of you kind of coming up with the ideas and how does that work? Yeah, so actually now we're um this year we're actually gonna expand our team. We we realize, you know, it's only two of us. And uh, you need to. We've we've learned also that you need to hire the right people to do the to do the right things, and you got to let people do what they're good at. Yeah. So we're actually going to expand the team. We, we actually kind of have like this host now, uh, Louis Nice. He was at Power ninety six. Um, he signed with Rich Rich Music label, and and yeah, he's a cool guy. He's kind of going to be our host now. Um, so we we collaborate with a lot of events, whether it be Shaq's Funhouse or something for the Super Bowl, whatever it is. We kind of collaborate. We show up. We kind of ask them what they need from us or what they want. It's usually showcasing the event. Um, and yeah, it's always collaborations though. Uh, a lot of the beach cleanups we do is uh, with uh, Send It for the Seat uh, Tail. He's a great kid. Steven. Um, and, and yeah, we do a lot of collaborations, you know, like, like I said, we're not specialists in anything really. So we kind of dabble in a little bit of everything. And, uh, you know, we're just, we kind of like bring the volume, so to speak of people. So right. a lot of people have some really cool events and they're just missing an audience, you know? Right. So that's kind of where we plug ourselves that's in. It's kind of like a yes. perfect marriage between mm -hmm. like good causes and you have the platform and then there's bound to be enough people that are interested in it. So absolutely, it's crazy when we did um, our Bahamas donations, we had over seven different warehouses. We even had like a uh, space at an airport because there was just so much donations to take. We sent over five boats. We sent over one plane over there with donations. We brought over hot, warm food with um, Dr. Miro. He's the one who provided us a jet. And it, from that experience to give these Bohemians that were in need during Hurricane Dorian, it was very huge because like these people, they they need that stuff. Right. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was cool. So we touched a little bit on it in terms of your DMs. I, I can imagine that your DMs must be riddled with some truly crazy stuff. So what is the craziest thing you guys have have ever gotten? For me, it's got to be during spring break. Um, okay. Oh, some, I can imagine. Some girl was just uh, driving along the road. There was some traffic on the beach. A completely random stranger just walked up to the window, you know, uh, put his thing out. And she kind of she kind of did him a little favor there real quick in the middle of the road and just kept driving. High-fived each other and she just kept going. And it was just like, well, okay, that's that's wow. pretty. That was pretty wild. That's sure. when you go, okay, we need to pump the brakes on this, <laughs> <Yeah>. people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got to be one of the wilder ones that I've seen. What about the old man in the thong? That oh, well, yeah, there's a, there's a guy in Miami Beach. He's been there for years, and he likes to go in his thong and his little fairy wings, and we get a lot of those. He's he's pretty popular. Are you talking about the guy on the bike that likes to ride oh, the well, bike? Him too, him too. But okay. no, this there's, is a, this there's is a, a different one. There's a couple weirdos out there. Yeah, yeah. Is, it, is it sad that we have to clarify like which old guy on the phone? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a different one. That's a different one. But yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple. And then, um, yeah, those are definitely some of the some of the crazier ones to say. We the get least. girls that send like nude nude pics that want to be posted. Yeah, wow. or what do I got to do to get posted? Type thing and things like and that. And it, it'll be like a realtor. She's like, I want to promote my. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm being completely honest. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, man. It's definitely, wow. Yeah, you see some crazy stuff. Yeah, you see a little bit of everything, but it's it, you know, it's talking about the DMs. It's like a Pandora's box. Yeah. You never know what you're gonna see. So. Yeah. You know, it's it's literally. How many are you getting? Like oh. on average, how many you get per day? I'm I'm gonna guess at least what messages. Oh, yeah, I think like sixty or more, and wow. it's hard because once you open it, 
you lose it. So then you have to like know the username so and j- everything. Just so you get an idea, in the last 26 minutes, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, and that's in the last 26 minutes. Jesus. And these are, and all the blue dots, I haven't replied to them. And this is in the last four hours, six hours. Wow. So this is all today, and all these blue dots, I haven't even I haven't even opened them yet. Wow. And then you have I mean you have all the it's requests. Just nev- it's never right? ending. Yeah, and then you have these are all requests. Jesus. So it's either mentions or people that want to promote their business. These are all these are all some that we haven't even opened ever. So these are all just wow. requests, requests. So pictures it's, it's, of Miami that want to they want to be posted. Yeah, a lot of business inquiries too. Right. You know. Um. So so it's like, and you never know until you open. You it never up know. Like, well, that, that's yeah. definitely not a business inquiry. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, exactly. But invitations. you know, it's almost impossible to open them all. Seriously, you would have yeah. to spend all day opening one by one, it's almost impossible. So you do the best you can. You try to filter them. You know, you kind of become an expert. So you kind of like read the first couple of words and you kind of know, okay, let's move on to the next or whatever. But hey, sometimes everything you think you know, you don't know. And you open it up and you're like, wow, this is great. And that could be the next video that goes viral. So, you know, for us, it's a numbers game. It's, It's that simple. It's a numbers game, you know? So the more content we put out there, the more stuff we like, the more we comment, you know, it's it's absolutely a numbers game. You know, I remember when Instagram opened, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but, you know, I, I always tell my clients, okay, you want to grow? Okay, why don't you go and follow 2 million people? Uh, if you follow 2 million, I'm assuming half a million will follow you back within a month, you know, and then boom, you have half a million followers, right? So the, the answer is you can't. You know, when Instagram opened, it was unlimited. So you can literally follow 10 million people. So people were becoming overnight millionaires because they'll go, they'll follow 10 million right. people. And then in a month, they had 2 million followers from those 10 million that they followed. Right. So Instagram realized, oh shit, we need to yeah, cap it. Yeah. So now you have a limit of 7,500. And then you have a bunch of blocks in between. If you follow too many people in a day, you get blocked. We're actually blocked right now because we like too if many pictures. If you like too many pictures, you're blocked. You get blocked. If so you comment all, too much, If you, you comment too much, you get blocked. So they put all And these- it makes sense that those things are in place for people that are trying to game it. But then if you're like- if a you have a well, if you massive have, account, yeah. yeah, like you yeah. want to connect with your people. So exactly. Why are you not it's, letting me? Wow. Exactly. So you know, um, it is a free app. Uh, that's why when pages get hacked and stuff, they, they they do have tools to get them back. We've gotten accounts back for clients in the past, but you know, it's hard because it's a free application. So there's no phone number you can call customer support and say, "Hey, Instagram, can you give me my page right. back?" You know, so you have to have a lot of like security measures in place and stuff. So so it's a lot. You know, there's a lot of barriers. There's a lot of things. So that's what I just did. I just had to tell Instagram. They tell you, tell us if you think we made a mistake. So right now, I'm waiting for them to let me post. I haven't been able to post today. I, wow. I, last time I posted was 21 hours. So, you know, there's little things like that, but you know, they have these checks and balances because they want you to grow, but they don't want you to grow too fast. You know right. why? Because they want you to spend with them. And I totally, I understand it. They're yeah. a business, you know what I mean? So, but along with that, it comes with like being careful with, with what you post, how you post, like we would post like political controversial stuff in the past. And now we have to hold on, like slow oh, down. That'll open up the floodgates you know? of yeah. comments. And, and we yeah. did, we were getting the comments, but then Instagram was like, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, we, we stay away from it. You know, the bigger you get, the more opinion everybody has. I mean, even when we do beach cleanups, we get criticized because they say- Oh, people think that like it's fake, that it's just- Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Or they just say like, you know, you're making the government lazier because we pay taxes and you're out there cleaning for free. So it doesn't matter what, you know, the bigger you get, 
It does. Someone it, has an opinion. Someone has an opinion. Or, Always. Yeah. Always yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah. going to have an opinion. Yeah. Or, oh, you're, you're posting dogs and rescuing dogs because you want attention. So it's just like, oh, geez. So you, you focus on the good. You give food to homeless people. They hate oh, on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're doing this for the homeless because you want attention, this and that. And it's just so you try to focus on the good. And yeah, that's going to, that's part of the territory. And there's enough people out there that are, that, right. are, that will appreciate it and Absolutely. that you're going to find your crowd. And it is what it is. It yeah, is exactly. exactly. Yes. Do you guys have like some sort of, you know, going back to the the amount of content that you guys receive each day, do you guys have some sort of like criteria that you're like, that you know you work off of? Do you know a good Lifestyle Miami post when you see it? Are there things that you go, I know this is going to perform or do you find yourself getting surprised well, all the it, time? It's, it's crazy because um, naturally, you know, I have certain style of pictures that I like or cityscape type pictures that I like, but that's, you know, that's a very good point you brought up. Sometimes I'm like, this is not going to do well, but I'm going to post it and it does great. Or sometimes I'm like, this is going to kick ass and I post it and it doesn't do so great. So, so you're always learning and everything you think, you know, you don't really know, you know? So it's, it's, it's pretty cool because, you know, you think, you know, but it, it it's grown into bigger than what me and her like, you know, right. and we kind of realize, oh shit, it's not just what it's we not, like. It's not what we like. Or what it's we think, you know? So we post like cityscapes, memes, comedy stuff, things that are relatable, Miami relatable for people that are be like, oh, wow. Like, But you never really know, you know, and yeah. that's also a fun part to see how it's going to do. Um, naturally, whenever there's like, unfortunately, whenever there's a, like a tragedy or, or, or violence or something, those posts are always going to do the most because people act on emotions, you know, so those posts unfortunately those posts get the most engagement because they're in the moment. You right. know, if, if the Miami heat win a game by one point, for example, let's say the, the heat win a close game by one point and we post right away, we know the engagement's going to be way up there. If I wait to post the same thing the next day, it's not going to do dead, the, yeah. same, right, the same. Cause people act on emotions. Right. Well, let's, let's dive into that a little bit. Do you guys have, have you been able to spot any times of the year or events, holidays or things like that? You touched on spring break or anything. Do you guys have like what you would consider like your Super Bowl? Like, yeah, like yeah. your season. What's your season? Hurricane season. Okay. Hurricane season for sure. Because everyone's acting a fool and getting ready and outside making pre Wearing a scuba videos, diver gear. Wearing full scuba gear, you know, um, Sitting in a trash can, having like a hose down. You know, everybody's doing all fan. kinds of skits and stuff and getting ready and running around. And, you know, everybody's at the supermarket. So definitely hurricane season is our Super Bowl season. For wow. sure. Okay. For sure. People get really creative. People do all kinds of funny stuff. You know, we always... Try to tell people, hey, you know, take it serious, you know, have fun with it, but, you know, don't forget to get ready, get your animals secured. But definitely hurricane season is, we see, I mean, you just see everything. It's crazy. And, you know, this is something that I'll say that I like about the page is that you guys seem to strike this good balance between, you know, comedic relief, but also be in for informational hurricanes coming around. Well, I'm going to be able to find out some information about stuff that's going down where there's some stores that still have supplies or whatever it is, or, Hey, look, this gas station has no line, but I'm also going to be able to see like that guy in full scuba on the right. thing. And so pe it's, people it's mention nice us with the, like the directions of yeah, people grocery have, stores. Yeah. People have gotten in the habit. They kind of realize that now. So they'll, t they'll send us, Hey, we have, there's plywood here. Or there's water left here. Electricity. That's so, awesome. so people just, you know, they kind of just learned and it's kind of, grown into that so that's always good you know the news a lot of times the news whether it be you know channel 7 or channel 10 
they message us and they're like, hey, can we get that video for the the you know the nightcast or yeah. whatever? And we're like, yeah, sure. Here, here's the story. Here's what happened or whatnot. So that's pretty cool because you know you grow up watching the news and now the news sometimes contacts us right. for certain videos because it comes in in the moment. You know, people are recording and you know it's quick Goes to show you like how the whole game has changed. Yeah, man. like before, crazy. you know, now it's like everybody with a cell phone can make news happen. It's and, crazy. Yeah. Amazing. Yep. So any areas, a slightly different question, any areas of Miami that you have been able to notice produces more lifestyle Miami content? Hmm. Like, are there any areas of Miami that give you crazier stuff than others? Like, you know, I don't I know, mean, Hialeah usually, versus South Beach. Usually versus- we get the beach, like a lot. Yeah, the beach, the beach is, it's a crazy, Super it's scenic, a crazy But then also like you have the crazy, pe- the crazy tourists that are all here, the yeah. Miami Miamians um, that are over here. I guess my answer to that would be Miami's well balanced and you get enough <laughs> crazy shit from everywhere. Yeah. I, you know, it's hard to pick one because every neighborhood, except around maybe where we're at now, every neighborhood, man, there's something everywhere. It's incredible. Right. We're well balanced for nice, sure. Nice, nice. Yeah. What's the coolest experience that you guys have been able to be a part of or experience, for lack of a better phrase, um, due to Lifestyle Miami? To me, to me, it's got to be definitely the Bahamas. Me too. <laughs> um, the Bahamas and then some of the beach stuff here. Uh, the Bahamas, you know, what we thought we're going to collect some supplies. We'll hand it off to the right people. Well, that turned into a monster. And next thing you know, we're taking trips over to the Bahamas and we're making like local contacts and giving it to local people, um, whether it be by private jet or by boat. And uh, we're just meeting all types of different people all of a sudden. One warehouse is full. Now we're loading another warehouse. So just that to me was in absolutely incredible. The amount of well, the fire station they stopped taking donations, so they sent it. They wrote our address. The fire station said no more donations, but you could take them here. We hadn't even (laughs) talked to them, so we're like, where the hell are all these people coming from? So all of a sudden, we had warehouses and warehouses, and we're asking our neighbors, "Hey, can we?" fill up your warehouse or whatever and everybody yes wow. yes yes and it was just so so many people that we met um going that, through all the cans you know separating everything sorting everything making sure things are not expired you know um it, it was just like night and day work night and day night and day night and day and that was some of the coolest that was for sure one of the coolest experience as lifestyle miami because we're just two kids from miami you know and um to see like the kind of responsibility that people put on us and you know, the amount, you know, once you have all this stuff, you got to get it over there, you know? So gas costs a lot of money on a private jet or on a 70 foot boat. So even, you know, with the GoFundMe people, people were super supportive, but it was a great sense of responsibility to make sure it gets there. You know, it would have been easy to hand it off to a government and have it sit in a warehouse in the Bahamas forever, which we didn't want to do. So all of a sudden it was just night and day, night and day until four in the morning, five in the morning, sorting, packing this, that. And that for sure was one of the most fulfilling uh, things about Lifestyle Miami is being able to, you know, when we got there, they would start opening things right there, drinking water right there, you know, the people in the Bahamas. So like they genuinely needed that shit, you know? So that for me was definitely one of the most... uh, What's going through your head when you're like there and you're seeing this? uh, Oh, well, when we actually get there, we're finally like, man, we made it. It's here. Um, a sense of relief because you, you really don't know what to expect, you know, and then you see them and they're sweaty. You see that they're tired. You see that they're hungry. So it's a sense of relief and accomplishment because, you know, on both ends, first of all, for them to be able to, you know, immediately open and drink water right there. That, and that have, was, a, have a fresh, hot meal. Yeah. Fresh, hot meal. You know, that, that was pretty eye opening because, you know, we've gone through hurricanes here, but we've never really been like, oh man, you know, I need water now type thing yeah, you know, we take that for granted here, right. even when it's bad, bad. Right? so that was kind of like wow 
you know, I was going through my head. And then, you know, the next thing you say is we got to come back. You know, we have to, we have to keep going. So, so yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. You know, um, there were people messaging us saying, oh, like my, my family's there. They're lost. They, they don't have a passport. They don't know how to get back. Can you bring them back? Or can you take a generator? Can you take a mattress? Yeah, all, all, all wow. types of stuff, all all types of churches needing everything. I mean, they really had nothing. So that was definitely cool. That was like super rewarding. And then here locally, the beach stuff, you know, you see kids as young as four and five years old, two years old with their parents. So so it's cool to be able to create these memories and you see them coming back. I mean, we've had we've had adults as, as old as 90 plus come out and help us out. Even if they're just sitting there, you know, and kind of watching us and being supportive, they come out. So you see the full spectrum. You see kids of all ages, all races, all colors. Kids from high schools that want to get Community hours. service or or whatnot. You know, I remember when I was in high school and you know, community service was a pain in the butt because, I, you know, I'm too cool for that. And oh my God, I got to do community service. But now you see these high school and middle school kids. And they enjoy it. They enjoy it and they want to come out and it's something different and fun and they feel a sense of accomplishment, you know? Yeah. Um, our idea is not to host every single beach cleanup because we can't, you know? We have a business to run and we have our families and stuff. So our idea is to teach people how to throw their own and give them the tools that they need. Maybe they need 10 buckets and 20 pairs of gloves to get started. We'll provide that for them and we'll tell right. them, look, here's where you go, you know, volunteer or volunteercleanup.org. You set up your stuff, you get your database and you can host your own. And, and you know, that's the idea because we want to, you know, they're going to teach somebody eventually too. And we always tell them the same way we're teaching you, make sure you teach somebody. And the idea is to start like a good virus, if that makes nice. sense, a virus, but in a good way. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Is that like, what's the goal with the cleanups? Like what's the yeah, vision so, there? So, you know, the truth is it doesn't matter how many cleanups we do. Um, I can clean a spot today in 30 days. Unfortunately, it will probably be the same. And the only way we're going to change that is- You can if, do it today and tomorrow is still going to be- Right, right. So the only way we change that is is, is really- Getting people out there is step number one, because when you see it, it's completely different. You know, one thing is to see it on Instagram, save the ocean. Um, step two is teaching them how they can host their own and then policy change, you know, putting pressure on them. You know, uh, <laughs> when we before we met with the mayor, we kind of had to put a little pressure on him, too. And then um, and then look, now we're doing things and now we're having the conversation and now we're we're trying to change, you know, simple things like, OK, if people want to clean up, you can't charge them a park fee. You can't do that. So little things like that. And, you know, it's going to it's a uphill battle and it's a long road ahead. But, um, you know, you just got to stick with it and, and, and be consistent and, you know, and make it fun, you know, and, and not just all about like, oh, my gosh, you know, save, you know, not to an extreme like, you know, we're not we're not hugging the trees and stuff like, no, don't knock it, you know, but but be realistic with it, you know, and and. Arjun, I feel like this generation is kind of like, okay, we woke up to this, but now, you know, my nephews, your daughter, they're going to be the ones that are really going to benefit from this. Um, so that's kind of how we feel, or we hope that that's how it goes, you know? Going into a little bit more of the personal stuff and, and I'll, ladies first, give me your background. <laughs> what's, you know, what's the road that led to today? So I was born in Panama City in P Panama and um, I moved here once I was a baby in Florida. That was like 1997. Where in Florida? Um, Fort Myers okay. area. And then in 2015, I moved over here to Miami and I've met Michael and we're happily ever after. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm going to college. So I'm doing- What are you going for? Journalism. Okay. Um, I just turned 23. I'm all over the place with everything. So like I'm going to school, I'm helping with Life's on Miami and also working in a plastic surgeon's office, doing his social media and then basically whoever I know, I teach like, this is how you should work on your Instagram. How can you benefit as creating like a business from it? Nice. 
Very cool. How about you, Miguel? What's your background? Born and raised in Miami, Mercy Hospital. Um, I did live when I was very little, two years in Argentina, but I've been in Miami all my life. I went to uh, I have a master's degree in sports administration, a bachelor's in uh, political science. And yeah, man, I've just always been local. Wow, that's a crazy switch from, <laughs> yeah. from all of that to like <laughs> okay, so Instagram, true, you know, empire. Know. Like what's true, the- true story. <laughs> um, I, you know, like most parents, oh, you got to go to college. You got to go to college. So I did. And then I just did every degree that did not require math. That's a true story. Um, so That's then, what I'm trying to do right now. <laughs> yeah. Anything that didn't have math, I was like, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take that one. So I, I like sports. Um, I, I believe that sports build the city. You know, when the, the years that the Heat are winning and whatnot, you would see, you know, everybody with a Heat jersey, every bar is packed. So I'm a, I, I truly believe that sports build the city and, and unite people or whatnot. So I did a sports administration. I said, I love sports. Sports administration makes sense. Well, turns out if you like sports, you probably don't want to work in sports administration because you're not going to watch any of the games because you're doing yeah. all the behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> so so then, you know, I, while I was finishing my master's, kind of the whole Instagram thing started. So yeah, strange, strange little little background. But yeah, born and raised, local, love my sports, love my, you know, everything Miami, Heat, Canes, all that good stuff, Dolphins. I'm a season ticket holder to everything, to the Dolphins, the Heat, the new inter soccer team or whatever. Um, and yeah, sports is my thing. I love it, you know. That's awesome. And when did you guys meet then? We met five years ago. Nice. Yeah. We met here in Miami. And and actually, she since the day I met her, she's been here ever since. <laughs> every, <laughs> he's just, shut up on that. Every, he's been every here. single day. He's been here ever since. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We met through some mutual friends. And um and yeah, the rest is history. Yeah, here we awesome. are. Yeah. Trying that's to awesome. trying to build our thing, but also trying to help people, man. That's what it's all about. You know, at the end of the day, one day, you know, what if Instagram shuts down tomorrow? You know, yeah. you want to do as good as you can while you can, because things change in the drop of a dime, you know. So yeah, it's also yeah, having true. having fun with it. You know, we stress a lot of times and oh my gosh, and what if the page, this and that, you know, especially with our experience with the dog page that happened a couple of years ago. But at the end of the day, man, you know, we're healthy, we're here, we have a we have a good home. We have uh, our dog, which we call our baby. Well, that's actually her name, baby. But, um, you know, we're lucky. We're blessed, you know? So we got to give back. That's the name of the game. Uh, one day, we might not be at top, on top, you know? And I would hope or expect, you know, anybody else to 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 carry it on, you know, to, yeah. to do well. From what I can tell, you guys are very different. And, and the more time you spend with each other as a couple, things rub off, right? <laughs> uh, off of each other. So I, I'm kind of curious to find out what's one thing that you guys that you can tell that the other has helped you improve on? Helped me improve on? Yes. Okay. So since he was teaching me everything about Lifestyle Miami, he's like, all right, so like this, comment this. So then he's like, all right, so now we're going to do it on your page. So then that's pretty much what like he's built me to be a better person on like analyzing how to figure it out. Figure Showed it you out. the game on, yeah. on Instagram, pretty social much. media. All right. <laughs> How about you? Um, well, I'm a Miami boy, man. So she kind of p- keeps me a little balanced sometimes. Sometimes Miami boys need to like, hey, relax, relax. So she uh, she kind of keeps me, uh, you know, a little bit humble and, and keeps me, you know. Basically in check. Uh, basically in check. No, but um, I like it. Um, she's helped me, you know, be patient. You know, I get uh, like everything, man. Uh, you know, being a 32 year old dude or when I was 28, 29 or whatever, you know, people say things that ir- are irritating and sometimes you want to, you know, what? Like you don't know what you're saying or you want to, you want to answer back or you want to give it like, you know, tell everybody, address everything, so to speak. And she right. kind of has taught me that, you know, let things go. You're not going to please everybody. And the bigger the page gets, the more it's going to happen. So she's kind of helped me cool down my more uh, level headed. Yeah. More level headed, more relaxed and not find his comments at 4am in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you won't see the same thing. I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> And you know, kind of, um, 
yeah, just relax a little bit more and not take everything to heart so much, you know, because we yeah. put everything we have into it, man. It's our life, you know. When we wake up, first thing we're doing on the page, checking DMs, checking emails and stuff. So, you know, you try to please everybody. Sometimes you're like, well, I don't get, they don't understand what we're doing. We're doing something good. How, what could be wrong? So she's kind of taught me to, you know, let bygones be, be bygones and focus on on what we're doing, you know, really. That's that's 100%. It's, it's a good quote. It's um, the people that are doing less than you are always going to have a comment. And the people that are doing more, they're never going to say anything because they're busy doing what they're focused on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much. Love it. What about the flip side? What's one thing where you can tell you guys are each other's bad influence? I think, I think, and she might be able to answer this better, but this one, she she's a gym rat. She's always at the gym. And I'm like, as you can tell, I'm completely the opposite. So um, she's always there doing her fitness and uh, she gets home and I'm like, oh, I'm going to order a pizza. So, so I, I got like, damn it. Like I can't have a no new year, no me, new me. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think that. And I so know. you're that bad influence. That frustrates right. me every time. All right. And yeah. how do you influence him bad? Influence him bad. I don't know. He, he already came bad the way he is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. No extra bad needed. <laughs> no extra bad needed. Love it. Love no, it, she's man. a good influence, man. She really is a good influence on me. I'm There's not much, you trying know. Trying to help, uh, support. I, I can't, you know, that's, wow. I can't, I, there's really not much I can say, man. She's, she's a rock star. All right, let's clap it up for Daniela, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are some of the experiences that have, that have most shaped your lives? You know, looking back in general, not just Lifestyle Miami, but in general, um, what are some of those experiences that you go, man, th- if it wasn't for some of these things that played out, right, I wouldn't be where I am today. Oh, yeah. So for me, when I was younger, I, I didn't always hang out with the right people. So I got into like a lot of stuff that probably I shouldn't have. And, um, you know, without some of those things happening, you know, you don't become the person you are. I mean... Nothing like super dangerous, but, uh, well, yeah, kind of, well, there was a shootout at my house actually. And, uh, somebody got shot. I, I got home one day and, and, and they just started attacking me. These were people I knew. I had a, I had a neighbor called the Terminator cause he was tattooed from, from his neck down all the way to his legs. So we used to call him the Terminator and he used to come over and, and, and bitch had us lower your music or whatever. We used to party a lot. So one day I got home, these guys, you know, that I considered friends or whatever, they started attacking me to the point where I was, you know, my, my head was sliced open. I was bleeding, bleeding. I remember him standing there, the Terminator. I remember the Terminator standing there and I just, in my head, everything was happening so fast. And I was just wondering, why isn't he helping me? He's just letting them, they're going to kill me. They, they grabbed my head. They kind of broke it on a air vent that was outside. And then I just remember I was blacking out and then the Terminator did the Terminator thing, started pistol whipping guys and shooting people and pop, boom, boom. And he saved my life. And um, if that didn't happen, and I'm forever grateful to the Terminator for that, because if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have, have, uh, you know, realized that not everybody's your friend. You know, it doesn't matter what you do for people or how much you do for people. The quickest way to be an idiot is, or, or be an asshole is do a thousand good things for somebody and a thousand and one, and then you're an asshole and then you're an idiot because it doesn't matter how much you do for people or whatnot. People, you know, sometimes they just don't appreciate it. And you have to realize that's how life can be sometimes. And you can't be naive about that. So that kind of made me grow up really quick. Um, you know, I, I also had like a couple of buddies that 
that passed away early um, for X, Y, and Z reasons, whether it be overdosing or car accidents. So those always always make you change as a person, you know? A lot of them had very young kids, one, two years old. So so those wow. type of experiences make you grow up quick, you know, and make you appreciate life and, and take the, you know. But again, if those things don't happen, you know, you're just naive and you're living in this bubble and, and you don't realize that, that, you know, shit happens, you know? And, and then one minute things are great and the next minute people are getting shot in your house, you know? It's, it was crazy. Wow. Thankfully, nobody died that day. Um, people did get shot and go to the hospital. But, you know, and these are kids you grew up with all your life. And because of some kind of he said, she said, or or whatnot, um, you know. In the heat of the moment. In the yeah. heat of the moment. You don't realize what you're doing. People are drinking. People are drunk or whatnot. And then things can change just like that. So so that experience definitely made me grow up quick. Aside from the idea of <clears throat> be careful who you're around and, you know, some people that may look like your friends are not necessarily your friends or may not have your back all the time. Anything else that that experience made you learn or things that changed after that for you well because damn that's a yeah that's a strong thing to go through you yeah know? yeah no it was it was it was crazy especially because it was unexpected and i got home thinking i'm getting home to friends and then all of a sudden these these four friends are are, are trying to kill me <laughs> it just it just made me realize you know when the shooting was going on i thought i got shot because one of the shots oh, grazed my shoe but it was really hot and it was stinging. So I said, oh my God, I got shot. So it just, it just, um, it made me realize that no, nothing, no problem is worth getting to that point. There's nothing that can happen to let things get to that point because, you know, that bullet moves an inch this way or an inch that way. You know, thankfully the people that got shot was on their legs and stuff. This guy knew exactly what he was doing and he wasn't, he, he, he wanted to get them off of me. But um, it made me realize that, first of all, you know, you, you see a guy like we used to call him the Terminator, but but look, he ended up saving my life. So first of all, don't judge a book by its cover, whether it be your friends that you think are your friends and they might not be. So just just always um, be humble and, and never let a situation escalate to that point. Nothing, there's no circumstance that can be excused to get to that point. It's just not worth it, you yeah. know? Um, you know, and even when all that happened, uh, of course I was super angry at these guys, but then, you know, I also said, wow, I know their mothers. I know, I can't imagine what his mom was thinking when she heard, oh, that my son's in the hospital, he just got shot and it had something to do with me, yeah. you know? So so it's just, it was a lot of different emotions and uh, and still this day, you know, you think about those guys and I'm like, oh man, I hope they're doing well, you know? Yeah. Um, and letting bygone- Terminator? Do you know where, if he's around still uh, ter terminator uh i actually i haven't talked to him in a couple of years after everything happened um his wife told me he loved the olive garden and stuff so i invited him to the olive garden um and he was like well i'm not going to the olive garden with you and so then so then i was like okay okay and so then i bought him some gift cards so he can go with with All his right. wife um he that day you know they they uh, <laughs> The police, that's a whole different story. Well, they took us all to the station. Um, my head was cracked. They had me handcuffed. I mean, it was ridiculous. But the Terminator, that was the only time in his life that he talked to me kindly and in a nice way. And he said, don't worry about it. I got you. But after that, he went back to the Terminator. Serious Terminator. But I'm forever grateful to him. I owe him big time, man. Yeah. He, he really he really saved me. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, wow. absolutely. What an incredible story. How about you, Daniela? Any, any? Well, I've never had anything as crazy as <laughs> yeah, that. No, so <laughs> I, I can't beat that story. Um, pretty much um, when I was a senior, my dad, he moved to North Carolina and I was in my last couple months before graduating and pretty much just fending for myself, getting a job, saving up enough money, drive myself to Miami, move to Miami on my own, like 
Then, oh, so you moved to Miami on your own? Yeah. yeah. And oh, then, wow. 18 years old. Yeah, 18. And then... Damn. Yeah, she's done great, man. She got here when she was 18 years old. I'm proud of her. She's 23. She's So I'm not an easy I'm not an easy dude to deal with, so to speak. And it's a lot of pressure with the page and the DMs and answering to everybody. And, you know, you, you want to help everybody. Um, and, you know, we post some lost dogs and stuff. I cannot post every single lost dog. So then I'll, you know, people complain. But um, I've seen her grow up, like so quick you know and very, very he quick. really motivates me i mean if i would have a boyfriend that's my age then they would be like oh let's go to the club let's go right. do something let's go spend money let's go do something stupid you know but he keeps me in check and we just balanced each other out any quotes that you guys think of often or that you try to live by Good question. I'm not a I'm not a quotesy kind of guy, but I'll, I'll tell you like um, or any any ideas, any themes, anything yeah, that's you know yeah. Uh, always give back, give back. Always, always, always. Uh, I, I know that it comes back times ten. I don't think I know that when you give and give and give, it's gonna come back times ten. And you see, you get the best out of people when you give. You, you see the best in people, and uh, you know, um, just just do right by others. You know, we all have our demons. We all have our pros and cons or whatever. But um, just always be nice to people because you just never know and, and life comes full circle. And, and today you're here, tomorrow you're there and, and you just never know, man. You never know what somebody's going through or, or whatever and it is. And never just sell your soul to anybody. Like just. Yeah. Don't, don't sell yourself out. Stick to your guns. Um, if something's not right and you're not right with it, say it regardless of what people are going to think or say. And yeah. And, and, and no regrets. Like if you help somebody, there was a reason why you helped them. If they didn't follow through with what, whatever it is, this and that, no regrets. You do it because you want to, you know, you don't throw things in people's faces, you know, and, and just do the right thing and, and educate, 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 try to show people, you know, um, when I talk to people now and I advise them on Instagram, it's, it's, it's crazy because I've made every mistake you can make. I've, you know, fucked up every way you can fuck up. So, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to be able to teach and, and, and cut out all those mistakes along the way, the same way that videographers do with me or photographers do with me. I learned a lot from them. So, so just always give back, be kind, you know, generally just be kind, give back and, and, you know, don't take things so serious, so to speak. Love it. How about you, Daniela? Not that I know. <laughs> Not really? No? no? Live and let live? Just live live your life. Live your life and just be humble and be good to one another. Respect. Like it. Like it. So in terms of goals, want to hear from you guys, any personal goals, any dreams that you guys are working on? So with my Instagram, I'm trying to get in this year, 2020, I want to do lifestyle, cooking, everything and anything just to expand and even just collaborating with different girls like whether it's workouts like just teaching like healthy women stuff it's not about like the materialistic miami things that are going on it's not about that it's about teaching and educating and it anything from health beauty skincare everything okay and that's very cool how about you man me personal goal well my personal goal was to own a house which we just we, we bought we this house so that was a big one yeah but um just keep growing man and, and and really just give back as much as we can and hopefully you know if i can if i can find like five people or 10 people that think like me or want to give back like me i feel super accomplished so that's my goal you know um obviously i want to build a team i want to have a, a bigger team for lifestyle i think the bigger we are the more we can do mm -hmm. um so that's definitely a personal goal you know is is grow my company which lifestyles the company it's, it's definitely grow that and um and be in a position to you know one day start a family and have a family that's my ultimate goal you know i have my niece and my 
and my nephew, which I love to death. And, um, you know, but up to now, it's like, I'm okay for three or four hours. And then I'm like, ah, I'm not ready yet. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. proverbial yeah. uncle, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So but uh, Something later on, um, maybe like a dog field so that we can like save like the rescued or the found yeah, dogs. We, we do also, we've, we've talked, uh, you know, the animals are one of our passion, of course. So we do want to get by lands eventually further down the road and be able to have a nonprofit to help save animals and stuff. And, uh, that's, that's a long-term goal. Um, definitely do more with the animals. That, that was my passion, dogs and pals, which was my biggest page, um, was my passion. So yeah, down the road, definitely be able to do a nonprofit to help animals and just keep giving back, you know, and, 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 and leave Miami better when we're gone. One of the things that I always do in every single episode is do a Miami rapid fire. And you guys can either both answer each one of these questions or you can like tag team if you, if either one of you feels strongly about each one. Okay. But just going to throw out quick questions. First thing that comes to mind, I want to know. Best food spot and dish? Dr. Limon. Dr. Limon. Where is that? They've got seven locations. Damn, she's on it. Like, <laughs> no hesitation. No, that's, that, that is it's actually- It's one of our favorite places. It's a Peruvian place. Um, the chef is Carlos Brescia. Carlos Brescia. Brescia. He's a cool dude. He's my buddy. He has seven locations. We do love the spot. It's a, it's a Peruvian joint. Um, we love their tostones. Yeah, where, where tostones are the locations? with crabs. You they have, have one, one by, by FIU. You have one in Kendall. You have one in FIU. You have one in um, Miami, Miami Lakes. And they have about four other locations. Yeah, and they're wow. fire. Yeah. They're definitely fire. Dr. Limon. Yes. Dr. Limon. Yeah, whatever you want to go. What is it that you guys get when you go there? Tostones. You got to start have, off. Like, these crab. The, you got to start off with the tostones that have this crab on top with this sauce that's just to die for. And then I go with the lobo salteado. And then I'll usually get um, la primavera, which has like scallop, shrimp, fish. And like it has like a orange, like creamy. But also, if I have to name a spot, I would say uh, Tropical Grill. It's next to a gas station, so you will never even guess it. Cuban Joint. Mondays, they got the rice with the picadillo and two eggs on top. Can't go wrong with it. It's my favorite. Where is that? That's right here on 97th Avenue in Doral. 97th okay. Avenue and 25th Street. It's called Tropic Grill. Shout out to them. Their stuff is fire. All right. All right. And it costs $8. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> you sub 10. Yeah, you're rocking it. He loves it. Cuban food. <laughs> best Miami weekend or best way to spend a Miami weekend? At the, at the beach. Me? <laughs> at home watching watching the games, man. Watching my heat, watching my dolphins, to be honest with you. You know, All right. we do so much. Whenever you get to relax, that's that's when I'm, I'm most comfortable. I like it. And for you, the beach. Yeah, I, I need the sun and I'm happy. <laughs> South Beach, any yeah. particular? Like, South Beach, South right. Point All area. Right. Mm. If you're stuck in Miami traffic, what are you listening to? 790 the ticket. Okay. Music from my iPhone. <laughs> What's what do you have right now? So so like um house or dance music. Okay. Very Which cool. drives me nuts. And then any He listens to AM radio. I'm like, dude, like there's static. I don't want to hear the static. Like I'm tired of it. <laughs> she calls it old man it's radio. Like <laughs> she calls it old man radio. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit that this podcast with like a whole, you know, apply like a, like an audio filter where it sounds like an AM station the whole time. Um any other Miami accounts or businesses or people that you think are worth highlighting that you want to show a little bit of love to on the segment? Oh man. There's really, there's really so many. There's really so, so many. Um, Send it for the sea is doing a great job. Clean this beach up Miami. Uh, clean Miami Beach. MIA Fitness. MIA Fitness. The Real Tarzan. Uh, Real Tarzan Nationwide Productions. There's just, there's so many 
pages that are really cool. Brickle Living, he's a, he's a great dude. Um, Miami Times, Pedro. There, there's so many people. And that's the coolest part, man, that you kind of have like a huge community man and a lot of people are doing so good so there's really too many to name but those are definitely oasis j oasis j one of our favorite photographers Ace the Illis, Cinema omar Shines. cinematic 80 i mean i can go on and on and on yeah. there's there's so many guys that are good to us and and the art plug tommy um there's there's a lot of people that are really cool with us and and, and that's the coolest part about instagram man it connected all these people that maybe would have yeah. never connected so yeah there's too many to name but those yeah. are those are some yeah. of them. love it love it love it anything else any closing thoughts before we go what are anything that you want to share with the listeners anything that we didn't touch on that you wish i would have asked uh not really uh i guess just me being weird and, and sportsy um i want to if if whoever's listening to this or, or yourself i want you guys to watch because this Miami Heat team is doing good. And I and I, I like to teach people on how sports build the city. And what I mean by that is when the teams are doing good, the bars, the restaurants, they're full. People are hiring. People are spending money. So it builds an economy. And um, if people can know that before it happens, I feel like you can appreciate the ride a little bit more. So I feel like it's happening, you know? Um, I feel like it's happening. It's it's starting uh, February 22, they retired Dwayne Wade's jersey, by the way. And um, and yeah, I feel like if more people understood that before it happens, they will enjoy the process and they will watch the city grow right before their eyes. And for me, that's priceless. Weird, but... I like it. I like it. Yeah. How about you? Anything? All um, good? I <laughs> so I'm working with another nonprofit organization. They're called Miami Model Citizens. It's ran by Lisa Morales. And she is really big in Miami with like women empowerment and like just getting a community of girls together to help the homeless, to help animal shelters, to get donations for children. And I'm really excited for what 2020 is about to bring. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. They're a great group of girls. And also thank you for having us. Obviously thank you so much. we're course, super, man. super grateful. This was really cool. I always get nervous when these things happen. But in the end, I'm always like, oh, that, that was really cool, man. So nice. thank you for that. Really appreciate no, that. Thank, thank you, you guys. And thank you for everything that you guys are doing for the city and all the cleanups and all of that stuff. Um, I'm going to link to everything in the show notes, all the accounts, all the things and everything. But just tell people that are listening, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah. I mean, best way to get a hold of us is on Instagram. Just shoot us a DM. We're always on there. Lifestyle underscore Miami Life or Daniela Toki straight away. I'll answer you. All right. <laughs> Daniela Toki directly. She'll answer you right away. Or, or yeah, or at lifestyle underscore Miami. And, and, you know, we're always here. Always here to help. Hit us up. Awesome. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Hey guys, this is Corrado again. Two quick things before you take off. One, remember that you can find detailed show notes for every single episode at miamicreators.com. And two, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share this with someone you think would find it interesting. That's it. Until next time, thank you for listening.